I'm Valerie Williams and welcome to Lens on Fitness, a podcast that will zoom in on all areas of physical fitness and wellness. I want to show you how both of these can only be achieved with the right state of mind. And I will do this by bringing to light all kinds of issues and by sharing some of the lessons that I have learned in order to help put you on the path of becoming an individual with a strong body and an even stronger mind. Hi, and welcome to the Lens on Fitness podcast. Now, as the title suggests, this episode is going to be about myself and why I stopped using social media. Not completely, but why I took a break from using social media and why I have chosen to press the reset button on my life. Now, although this episode is primarily about myself, there are some things that I will be mentioning in the episode that you can actually apply to your own life. And to be honest, I think you should apply some of these things to your own life. Now, I'm going to take it back a little bit, give you an insight into what my situation was like at home and what gave me the inspiration to to be able to put an episode like this together and want to share it with you. So I'll just briefly explain. My mum has been ill for a few years now. In 2015, she was diagnosed with vascular Parkinson's. Now, vascular Parkinson's is not quite like the, the regular Parkinson's illness that you know. It's similar, but it's not exact. Vascular Parkinson's is a neurological illness and it affects movement. Now, the region of the brain that controls movement will have damaged blood vessels in that area. And that's usually from the person having had mini strokes, which is which was in the case of my mom. You know, she suffered a few mini strokes many years ago. And over the years, that region of the brain that controls movement progressed and made her symptoms to her illness worse. Now it didn't affect her ability to be able to speak or hold a conversation with myself or anyone else, or even understand what I was saying. That area of her brain was not affected. This was just to do with movement. So just to fast forward things, I became my mom's caregiver at the end of 2016 when my dad passed away. Um, I promised my dad that I would look after her because he saw the, these changes in my mom with her balance and, and, and struggling with her walking. You know, I've seen my mom go through different stages with her illness where she was walking slow to start with and then it moved to having to, to use walking aids, then from walking aids to the wheelchair and then from the wheelchair to the bed. And being my mum's caregiver back in 2016 to start with initially, things weren't so bad. Her illness wasn't that bad as such. But gradually over the years, as my mum's illness progressed, my duties as a caregiver, they multiplied over the years. Anybody who is a caregiver or who has been a caregiver or who knows of somebody who is a caregiver, you will have some kind of insight as to just how hard this job is. It is really difficult. You know, you're having to be several people at once. I was taking care of my mom. I was having to cook, do the cleaning, do the washing, you know, the laundry, take care of the the house, both on the inside and the outside. I was coordinating the carers that came to the home, having to liaise with healthcare professionals that came into the home. 
I was having to give my mum physio two or three times a day following instructions that had been given to me from a professional physiotherapist. I was um, managing my mum's medication and administering insulin because she was also a diabetic and she had a string of other illnesses. And I just had to deal with all kinds of crisis that came up and, and it was hard. It was, it was really hard. There were times when, when my mum had gone to sleep and it was time for me to put my head down on the pillow, I would just cry sometimes, you know, because of the pressure of it all. It was really hard. It's one of the hardest things that I have ever had to go through in my life. In my mind right now, I don't believe that there is anything else that can top that. But the thing that kept me going through all of this was just working out every day, you know, just appreciating the fact that that I had my health, that I was able to help my mom. Fitness was the thing that gave me the strength to keep putting one foot forward each day, to keep moving forward in order for me to be able to deal with everything that I was dealing with on, on a daily basis. So at the start of March, I noticed that my mum was becoming more and more ill. I started noticing some changes, you know, within her health. And I decided to take myself off social media completely. I needed to focus on my mum. That's where my attention needed to be. At the time, I was thinking of giving my followers a bit of a heads up to say, look, I'm going to be off social media for a while because this has happened and this is where I need to be. But then at the back of my mind, something told me, well, what's the point? Because you know how it is on social media. Most people don't care anyway. I don't mean that in a bitter way or in a way that seems as though I'm, I'm attacking anybody. I mean that people are busy. People have their own things going on in their life. And with all these distractions that are out there, some people don't necessarily stop to think about questioning where somebody is or why they haven't posted. But one thing I have to say is for those of you who checked in on me on Instagram, who sent me a DM, I can't thank you enough because I had it in my mind that everyone on social media are just too concerned about themselves to even notice anyone else. And there I have several messages from people who I've never, ever had a conversation with. These are people from different parts of the world who took time out of their own schedule, their own life to check in with me and find out if I was okay. You know, they'd noticed that I hadn't posted in a long while and they wanted to check in to find out if everything was all right. These messages are coming from people that I don't even know. You know, the only connection that I've had with these people is via social media, you know, through a DM or, or perhaps just leaving a message on one of their posts. You know, thank you to all of you. I really do appreciate what you did there and you should be proud of yourself. My mum went into hospital in April because she was experiencing some difficulties with swallowing food and drinking liquids. And for some reason, her body just didn't want the food either. And that's unusual for my mum because normally she, she eats quite well, has a healthy appetite. But on this occasion, her body just wasn't wanting the food and she wasn't able to swallow or drink anything either. So she had to go into, into hospital you know, despite all the, the, the whole COVID, the restrictions going on at the hospitals and the visiting 
etc. I was able to be at the bedside of my mum because I was her full-time caregiver. You know, I stayed by the bedside seven, eight hours a day and acted as her personal assistant, so to speak, because I know that the hospitals can be busy, they're quite rushed. And with my mum being quite a quiet person and not really wanting to make too much of a fuss, I knew that she wouldn't get the help if she needed it. And so therefore, that's why I used to stick around there for seven or eight hours a day. Now, she was in hospital for a few weeks and the doctor called me to the office and explained that she could see signs that my mum's body was beginning to shut down, meaning that her body was coming to end of life because of the illnesses that she was she was suffering with and obviously not being able to eat or drink anything. Obviously, I was in shock to be told this this kind of thing. It did not seem real. You know, this seemed like the kind of thing that somebody else would be telling me about or something that I would see on some program on TV or something, you know, but this was real. And obviously, once I'd I'd walked out of the office and returned back to my mum's bedside, I couldn't say anything to her. I had to carry on as normal you know, and try and give my mum the impression that she'll be out of the hospital and she'll be back home soon. But uh, deep down, I knew that it wasn't to be. And that was a tough thing, you know, having to to keep that away from my mum. That was a really difficult thing. The only time that I was able to show my emotion to how I felt to that news wasn't until I got into my car and I was driving myself home. There, I just cried my eyes out from the hospital until I got home, until I got into my bed, you know, knowing that my mum is going to die. I don't know when it's going to happen. Then I have all these thoughts going through my mind of the time that I spent with my mum, you know, not necessarily when I was her caregiver, but just from being a child, you know, this is, this is my mum. Now, unfortunately, my mum passed away on the 15th of June of this year. And I was there when she took her last breath, you know, I held her hand. And at that point, everything just felt strange because I knew that my life was going to be different, but I didn't know how, because all I've seen for the past five years is a jam-packed 24-hour day where I did everything that I could to to make sure that my mum was well taken care of and looked after to now having all of that taken away from me. You know, it's like going from a hundred miles an hour for five years. And then all of a sudden someone puts the brakes on things and everything comes to a halt. Only a caregiver will truly understand how it feels to be in that situation. It's, It's one of the most horriblest things. It really is like having one of your arms chopped off. You spend so much time with this person, you know, dealing with all kinds of things and and now they're no longer there. Your whole life changes. You know, there's no point in me going back five years ago, back to 2016, because I'm not the same person that I was. That's something that I definitely have picked up on. It's changed me into a completely different person. And that's the person that I am now having to try and discover more about And the only way that I'm going to be able to find myself again is to press the reset button. 
Now, is pressing the reset button a good thing or, or a bad thing? I mean, back in the day, I used to think that if ever there was a time where I would need to have to press the reset button, you know, I must be a weak person. But now I think the total opposite. I think pressing the reset button is a good thing. And it's something that everyone should do now and again. I mean, if I was to explain to you how I feel right now, mentally, I feel stronger. My energy is different. And here's the thing, you know, how many of you listening to this episode know that you should press the reset button on your life and you haven't done so? Because you're going through this fast paced life where there are distractions, you're concerning yourself with other people's problems, looking to see what others are doing, worrying about stuff that doesn't even matter or even add anything to your life. And you know that your life is going in the wrong way or you need to press pause or press the reset button, but you don't do it. You know, you're too caught up with everything else that's going on, but you're not caught up with yourself. And that's the thing about pressing the reset button. It's about catching up with yourself. It's about checking in with yourself. Let's face it, it's it's a really difficult thing to do. It's a tough thing having to look at yourself in the mirror or have a conversation with yourself and say to yourself, look, I have to start from fresh because this has happened. You know, my life is not going the way that it could be going. You have to face some, some truths with yourself. And it really is a hard thing to do. You can front as much as you want on social media. But you know what? There's no getting away from yourself when you're by yourself. And that's what scares a lot of you. You know, you don't take the time to get away from all the distractions. Take time out to think about yourself. And I mean, really think about yourself. Because that's the only way that you're going to be able to grow. So many people out there who claim to be super healthy. They eat well. They exercise every day. They can do a thousand push-ups. They can bench press a house above their head. But you know what? They might be doing all of that, but how many people actually take the time to check in with themselves on a mental level? So when people say they have total fitness, there's certain areas that that would invite a few questions, really. I mean, pressing the reset button is like updating the latest version of yourself. You know, times change, life changes. So if you're trying to run on the version of yourself from 2010, say, and then you're wondering why you're struggling here today in 2021, well, there's your answer. You haven't updated the the latest version of yourself to be able to cope with what's going on in 2021. You know, when you press the reset button, you know, it, it means that you've grown. It doesn't make you a weak person. You know, like I once thought that's what it meant when someone said that they need to press a reset or do a reset. I thought it was for weak people, but no, it isn't. So that's where I'm at right now. So it just means that now along the way, I'm having to gradually put things into place. You know, it's a bit like a puzzle. You know, I don't know what piece is coming next, but I do know what pieces are needed in order to make things work in my life. 
there are things in your life that either you needed to get away from or there are certain situations and circumstances that were placed upon you in your life, it changes you. It changes you completely. These battles that you go through, never be ashamed of them because it's those things there that that make you the person that you are today, that make you stronger. I mean, obviously I've missed out on five years of my life and at one point, you know, it did upset me because I, I thought, well, what would I have achieved in those five years, you know, had I not been in the situation that I was in. But I like to put things into perspective. And that's one of the things that I find myself doing quite frequently now. I've started putting a lot of things into perspective, like the the time that I would have missed out on to myself. It meant that I was able to, you know, have those last five years on this earth with my mum. Some people didn't get that chance. Some people never got that opportunity to have that last year with their parent or, you know, or have another conversation with them, you know, just be able to give them a hug or anything. And I was able to do all of that with my mom. So that's, that's how I now look at it. I don't mean for this episode to put a downer on your day or to make you feel negative or to pick at yourself. I just wanted to highlight the fact that sometimes we have to press the reset button, whether we like it or not. I don't want you to overlook that opportunity that you have to be able to do that. The benefits that you get from it, the feeling that you get from pressing reset, I cannot explain. It's like someone out there in the universe giving you another chance, you know, giving you another opportunity to be the person that you're supposed to be. So that's all I have to say, really. I just wanted to give you a rundown of where I'd been, why I wasn't using social media and and where I'm at now, really. I will be back on Instagram. I am I'm doing some work behind the scenes and I will be back on there. But um, I've just been using the time to reconnect with myself. And I think that's the, the, the greatest gift that I could have ever given myself after losing my mum. I'm pretty sure that my mum would be happy that I'm looking at it in that way. And I'm sure that my mum would also, would want me to be able to move on with my life and make the most out of my life. So that's it for this episode. It's been a bit longer than, than usual, you know, the usual 10 minutes or so or below. But, you know, sometimes these things, it takes more than just a, a post that you put out on social media to get these things off your chest or to try and get a message across. And I know that this is something that I would not have been able to have done had I just created a post and said, look, this is what's happening. This is how I feel. It just wouldn't have the same feeling behind it. So that's it really. And I always say this, but I really do appreciate your time that you've taken to listen to this. And I only hope that can learn from not necessarily my experience, you know, just learn from the whole 
idea of pressing reset and don't wait until you're desperate, you know, before you think about pressing the reset button. There's nothing to be afraid of, honestly. It will be the best thing that you could actually do for yourself. So thanks for listening. Take good care of yourself and I shall catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.